This is episode 76 of African in American with your girl, Six the Goddess. And keep in mind, I'm a goddess and I'm sensitive about my shift. Peace and love, family. I hope you're doing well. I am doing well. Uh, excited to talk to you guys this week because this week um, we are going to be discussing a good femininity plan uh, for ladies. Uh, And we're going to go into that. But before we go into that, I just want to make sure that everybody is, you know, decompressing, rejuvenating, um, you know, staying focused, staying out of problems, uh, you know, just with what everything that's going on, you know, it's a lot going on, a lot of realizations, a lot of different opinions, you know, a lot of different ways to feel about things going on. And, you know, whenever we're kind of in that state of conflict, it can take a toll on us. So let's just make sure we're staying focused. Let's just remember what really matters, um, you know, and not kind of fall victim to the programming and what we're kind of constantly being fed lately. So make sure you're taking time to, you know, decompress, to recharge, to unplug, uh, you know, and make sure that we're keeping our mental health priority in times like this. Now, I wanted to discuss this week about a good femininity plan because I feel like as women, we're not really given, well, as black women especially, We're not necessarily given a plan by anyone in our lives beside go to college, get a job. Um, I feel like maybe we need to start having these discussions, uh, you know, with just a different perception in a way that a young girl can move to set herself up and kind of align and position herself to live out her best, most feminine life. Um, you know, femininity as black women is not something that falls into our lap. Uh, it's not something that is necessarily encouraged or supported in us. So you have to have a plan. You have to have a strategy and you have to have an understanding um, so I'm going to go over, you know, just a, some few ideas, some few examples um, that a, a young woman can use to plan her feminine journey correctly. So we all know what the normal plan is. You know, they tell you do good grades in school, uh, you know, go to college, get a good job, go into the career force, compete. And as we know, as women adoration is required for women to live okay um men have to have respect women have to have adoration so what happens is if a woman is not getting her adoration by her children by her husband you know by her family she then seeks adoration through her job career or business either way she's going to need it okay Um, It's not feminine as women to uh, necessarily compete and, you know, fight in the lion's den with men for economic or, um, you know, work career status. That's not natural. 
um, for us as women. And I do believe that that contributes to the issue with being vulnerable, the issue of being um, submissive, the issue of being cooperative is now you're afraid to let go of your trusted source of adoration. So then the women have started saying, well, you know, we're just going to, I've heard women say so many things like, well, my degree is not going to up and leave me. And, um, you know, my job is not going to cheat on me. Like we real deal have women that have redirected their desire for adoration to jobs that don't adore them or care about them at all, unless they can produce some serious results or save the day. Typical black woman starter kit, bring the black woman in to set things straight and save the day. So then that is becomes her focus. And we have a lot of young girls falling into that trap, beating their chest, getting up every day, working themselves to death to compete in the work and business force with men who have a stronger physical ability, who have a stronger work muscle than you. Okay, what's natural or normal work for him can kill you, right? Um, so we have to redirect, um, and, and you might have some women that say, oh, well, you know, I validate myself and, you know, I don't need anyone to do this or that. I, that's a lie, baby. It's a lie. It's okay. You know, it's okay to admit, and, and it goes the same for men because you have some men where when you are describing you know, respect, authority, and position in a household, he'll say like, oh, I don't need no respect. I can't do nothing with someone respect. Oh, well, my brother, stop it. Yes, you do need respect. You're a man. Okay, It's okay for us to need the things we're designed to need, guys. <laughs> you know, we don't have to feel, we don't have to put up those defense mechanisms that say that we don't need what God designed us to. Okay, so as a woman, it's, a, it's okay to say, yes, you know, I need to be adored. It's all right. Your, your adoration comes from your children, comes from your husband. A, a woman needs that. Okay. So as opposed to kind of conditioning the next generation to fall into that same uh, hamster wheel, that, that same trap of, you know, college career and all that. Um, let's start encouraging grooming and conditioning more sisters to have families. Okay. Um, Let's start teaching them what to look for in a husband. If so many of us had to fall on our faces, you know, and kind of wing it and figure it out when it comes to most black women don't have their mother and father helping them find husbands. Their family is not helping them find a husband. You know what black parents do? They say, not my business. I'm minding my business. That's what black parents say. Okay, so most black people do not have guidance in mate selection. Okay, so we have to start taking a focus and educating our youth on what to look for in a mate. What's the t- best timing to get a mate to get married? Right now, your mom and dad are telling you they're going to mind their business, or our moms and dads have their own relationship issues. Half of them failed miserably relationship wise because they also didn't have anyone to help them. Okay, so who do you go to? We sit and we take advice from our parents, and it's like, uh, their advice is either bad advice or I'm going to mind my business. <laughs> 
You know, and a lot of times our parents do not want to have conversations with us about our relationship issues because then God forbid it kind of corners them to expose where they drop the ball in their parenting or where they cause trauma or cause issues that this person is now dealing with in their relationships. Like, you know, black parents are allergic to saying I'm sorry and accountability. So sometimes they'll stay out of our mate selection search because they're like, let me just evade this altogether. Because if I sit and have to actually hold my child accountable and acknowledge elephants, you know, in a room of issues my child may have based upon my actions before black parents do that, they're like, no, I'm good. I'll just say it's not my business. Meanwhile, you have parents in other cultures hovering over their children, monitoring every single move and decision they make. Thus, why they're creating stronger legacies, families, and generational wealth. Okay, so step one, feminine ladies, have somebody in your corner that you know and trust that can help guide you in mate selection. It's not wise to go out there and just wing it and pick a mate on your own. Okay, there's a lot that goes into it and uh, we have to remember, you know, marriage relationships for them to work, they have to run like a business. Okay, so you have to make sure that the mate that you have is aware of that so that you guys can progress the way that's necessary. That is a lot to ask of a young girl, you know, 21, 22 years old, just getting out into the world. You haven't seen how people move yet. Okay, you haven't done enough to understand certain types of cause and effects. So have someone to help guide you. Okay, a big part of being in our feminine energy is the ability to receive support and the ability to receive help. So we have to be okay. You know, our attitude cannot be as young ladies like, I don't need no one telling me what to do and how to live my life and telling me how to live and bossing me around. I do what I want. Don't go into life with that attitude. Okay, if you have someone available to you that has your best interest at heart, that has already walked that path and can offer you assistance in saying, hey, don't go this way because there's a trap there or there's a, a pothole over there. If someone has already walked that trail and can show you the booby traps, can show you all the roadblocks, it's wise as a woman to accept that. You know, we don't have to be superwoman. And you do not have to buy into the black girl stereotype that everyone comes to you for help, advice and support, that you're the one that, you know, there is a huge pressure on black women to save the day, to have the answers, to take the lead. And it's not fair. It is not fair to black women. We are not designed that way. It's putting us in a masculine energy and it's tearing apart our communities. Okay, so young sister, don't buy into that. It is okay to have help. It is okay to have support. It is okay to look for support for you instead of everyone with their hand out figuring out how you need to support them and then shaming or guilting you when you don't produce superwoman results like they have expected. It is not the job of black women to save the world, baby girl. Don't buy into that rhetoric. Don't buy into the rhetoric of look at you. You survived another day. Keep fighting. No. Okay. That does not have to be your destiny as a black woman. I know that that's what you're conditioned to believe. I know that's what you see. That you have to suffer before love. That, you know, you have to bring something to the table. That you have to figure it out. That you have to save the day. That you're not allowed to have emotions. No. 
okay? Because women of other races are not buying into that either. They refuse. You have that same right. Okay, we, it's okay. And my thing is, everybody is going to make their own decisions, which is fine. That's the beauty of life. We all go different ways, different paths. That's what makes it all worth it. So I understand that. However, you know, if a young girl says she's going to college and going to school, they're standing up, clapping and applauding, you know, but if a young girl says she's going to get married, be a stay at home wife, raise a family, she's getting all kind of, oh, you better be careful. And that's not a good idea. You don't need to be out here depending on no man. That's what she's met with. That's very discouraging. Okay, I have young girls that I do consultations with that say that they are afraid. This is how sad this is. They say that they are afraid to let their friends and family know that they desire to be housewives and stay at home moms. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a goddamn shame. Okay, we should be ashamed of ourselves for making young ladies feel that way. Because what we're seeing right now, okay, during this election especially, is when I have seen a lot of people complaining about Generation Z, about that generation born after 1993, 1994. Everyone's complaining about them. But do people realize that this is the generation that was raised by daycare? You know, it's the lack of understanding of cause and effect for me with black people. That's what do it for me is... The fact that black people will sit and complain about something and then there's a huge elephant in the room of the root cause of that issue. And now all of a sudden they're Ray Charles. Now you were seeing clearly now that the rain was gone five minutes ago. Now that we have to look at root causes, now it's looking real Stevie Wonder out here in these streets. This is the generation raised by daycare. This was not the generation raised by their own parents. Okay. If young women want to not go thought, not compete like men and kill themselves, working themselves to death in the workforce, getting sexually harassed at work, hated on at work, discriminated against at work, attacked at work. Okay, if they want to be wives, they want to be beautiful, be feminine. Okay, save themselves the aggravation of being out in those streets like that. If they want to do that and they want to get married instead and expect a husband that can protect, provide, so they can be feminine and nurturing and creative, which is our purpose. There's nothing wrong with that. Normalize the non-suffering of black women. It really makes me sad how black women get shamed for wanting a man to protect and provide. And people treat black women like, oh, that bitch lazy. Oh, that bitch just don't want to do it. These bitches want to be saved. Then in the very same breath, sit and complain about how masculine women are. By how women are thotting and bopping. By how women don't listen. It's a real setup for failure. Okay. Young feminine ladies on your journey. This is why I preach all the time. You have to fight to the death to defend your femininity. People are going. You are going to have naysayers. People are going to hate you. Talk bad about you. Because you want to be protected and provided for. They're going to hate you when you didn't show up with all the answers When you don't take the lead and save the day like they expect you to do. How many times do we hear, you want something done right, get a black woman. Oh, y'all need to get this in order. Y'all need to get a black woman in here. Oh, we get a black woman in the office, man, she gonna clean all that up. Stop. Young sister, you don't have to do that. 
Okay, setting that expectation for yourself and having that be your norm, it is going to attack your womanhood and your femininity. You cannot serve two masters. If you're going to be on your feminine journey, you need to be loyal to that. So that means forgetting what your friends say, your family say, your exes say, oh, well. It's not that you're doing anything wrong. It's that subconsciously they are programmed to not think that you deserve that. Now, this is the part where it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. No one can tell you what you deserve. You know if you've put in the work. You know your capabilities. You know what you really want. So that's, that's the next step is protect your femininity at all costs. Commit to your femininity. Be loyal to your femininity first. And we don't hate the people that don't look at us as deserving of the space to be feminine freely without hindrance. We don't hate them. We don't even fault them. They're sick. Their minds, they watch their mama struggle. They watch their daddies be broke. Okay. Of course, they're not going to look at someone else outside of them and tell that person that they deserve better than what they got or what they're used to. When so many women that came before you were the mammies and the super women, that is what they're going to expect when they see you. But that does not have to be what you accept. Okay. So when you get out of high school, I do not recommend going to college unless a good plan for feminine women is to do good middle school, high school, focus on getting good grades, get the good grades so that you can get a full scholarship for college. Okay. I do not Recommend if deep down inside yourself as a woman, you know that when it all falls down, when it all comes down to it, that you are going to want to remain in your femininity and raise a family. Do not go get into a hundred thousand dollars of college debt for a degree, for a career you know you're not ready to work until you retire. If you feel like there is any chance whatsoever that you are not going to commit. To working forever, do not go into debt going to school. Okay, don't fall for the trap, ladies. A lot of these women that you see that went to college, they went because that's what other people expected of them. Now they're stuck in their career, miserable. Their career makes them, and their masculine energy makes it so they don't have time or space to date and court and get a man. Now they're just stuck as workhorses the rest of their lives. Okay, again, everyone can take a different path. But if you feel like the time will come where you are not going to want to stay in this corporate America career mode, don't go into debt for it. Study hard in school, get good grades, take college courses while you're in high school so that you can go to school for free. Unless you have rich parents or grandparents that are going to pay for it for you, scot-free. Do not go into debt for a career that you do not plan on having and working until you die. Okay. If you feel like you are going to want to nurture a family and remain in your femininity at some point in your life, when you get out of school, instead, what you can do is. Oh, like I was saying, I'm sorry. Let me let me finish that thought before I move on to that. Get the scholarship to go to school. 
And then when you get to college, find a husband. Okay, find a husband. Look for a young man that has a supportive family, that he's going after a degree. You have a choice. You can either get with an older man who will already be established and marry him and call it a day after high school. Or if you're going to take the other route of marrying someone around your age, find him in college. Look your best, find him in college. Find the one that is studying to be, you know, things like engineering and IT and latch on to him, okay? <laughs> latch on to him, get in there, okay? Make it so he can't live without you and marry him. That way, when he gets out, you know he'll be making money. You can stay home. You can have your kids. You went to college for free. That way, now you still look good. That way, now your husband can be like, oh, my, my wife went to, you know, so-and-so. Now, when he brings you around his family, you look better. You know, okay, you went to college and all that, but you don't have the debt. And then you went to college for free to get the network, get the experience, and meet your husband. Okay? So... Don't, don't be in high school. When you're in high school, leave them boys alone. Leave them alone. All they're going to do is distract you. You don't need to be dealing with them in high school. Don't be thotting and bopping. Focus on your books because they are in high school. You don't know what he's going to do. No, you want to meet the man in college. That way you see that he is committed to doing something with himself. Now that's somebody you can go ahead and be with. Don't be trying to find no man in high school. You don't know what he'll do. Okay, so when you're in high school, stay out them little boys' face. Focus so you can get you a scholarship. Get you that scholarship, go to college. When you're in college, there is no Uggs, sweats, and messy buns. You need to get up every day, have on dresses, nice shoes, makeup, hair every single day when you're at school. You need to be the hottest version of yourself you can possibly be. Be feminine. Okay? Um, latch you on with a, a, a good young man. Like I said, good family. He's working toward a good degree. That's going to guarantee that y'all going to be okay. Okay? Now, if you don't want to go to college... Um, if you know that you really just would rather go ahead and go into um, go into having a being a stay at home wife, you need to look for men that are older than you. Look for men that have already been there, done that. They're established and now they just want a young, hot wife. OK. That way, all you have to do is continue to be pretty. And that's it. Get you. Um, get you a job at like something in retail, get you a job at like Saks or, you know, Nordstrom or something like that. Um, that way you'll see a lot of men coming in, get fitted for suits, like get a job somewhere where you can meet a man. Okay. Get you a job in some kind of, you could be front desk receptionist at law firms, something like that. Get you a job working, um, you know, the information desk at the hospital. Get yourself a job somewhere where you will be put in front of men. That way you'll meet the man. You'll look like, oh, she worked, you know, so she doing something, blah, 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 blah. And then he won't mind going ahead, you know, taking you off the market. And you looking really good, take you off the market. And then you can quit the stupid job. No debt. 
and it wasn't a job that took anything from you or, or overworked you. It just put you in a position to meet a husband. These are serious strategies you have to have, ladies. I'm telling you, you cannot just go out there like, oh, I guess I'll go to college now. Rack up college debt. Oh, you know what? Now I kind of want to be a stay-at-home mom. So now I'm going to... No. Know what you want. Have a direction that you're going in. You have to have direction. You cannot just make this up as you're going along. Okay. Um, so... A huge part of our femininity, I say this a thousand times, is looking good. I cringe so hard, young ladies, when I'm in the store, Walmart or something, and I see young ladies walking around with bonnets on and, Lord, bonnets on and pajamas. Girl, no. Okay, feminine women of all ages should look good every day, unless you're sick. And even when you're sick, you still need to be cute. Okay. Um, commit to self-care. I cannot tell you how I've been out of high school for what, 12 years now? And it's only been 12 years. Some of the women that I went to high school with, I see them now and I'm like, girl, you look like you don't been through 10 kids, two divorces. Like you look like you don't been through some things. Lord, you know why? Because she didn't put her femininity first and prioritize self-care. Because, baby, see, I don't care who got the weight. What you got to do, honey, I got to get myself together every day. I have to show I love and care about myself because how else are other people going to do that? So you have to, in your young days, ladies, you have to really align yourself. You have to align yourself. Make sure you're looking good. Make sure you're prioritizing your self-care. Okay? When you get married, understand why you're getting married. Okay, understand that you are getting married for a man to have the obligation to protect you and provide for you. Don't leave yourself out in the streets hoping that random strangers that don't know you will risk their lives to protect you and look out for you. Don't do that. Okay, get married. That way you are secure. That way you know you're protected, you're provided for. When you get married, just be happy. Just be happy, look good, and be feminine. Do not turn into an FBI agent stalking your man, trying to see if he's cheating and doing this and that. No. Okay. Once you get, once you get the ring, once you're locked in, once you have that marriage, once you have that family, put your focus and let your focus remain on nurturing your family, expressing your feminine traits, your creativity, be happy. Uh, I blame, I say this all the time, that I blame Tyler Perry movies and stuff for giving so many black women a bad taste in their mouths about marriage and relationships because all you see is these women who, when they do get married, all they show is them being cheated on and being mistreated. So once you do receive, once you do receive that, be happy with it, okay? Be happy. Don't go in and look and don't let other people tell you don't deserve it. Don't go looking for problems. Understand why you get married. You're getting married to be provided for and be protected. All right. Y'all have to listen to my other episode I did a few episodes back about how a woman doesn't get married to lock down a penis. She gets married to lock down her own protection and provision to put herself up under masculine protection. You're up under a man because the world ain't scared of you as a woman. You got to be up under a man. You got to belong to somebody. Can't just be out here in these streets. 
be okay with that, ladies. Okay. Once you get into your relationship, now what you need to start doing now that you're not in survival mode and having to be superwoman, black woman, superwoman, starter kit and save the day and put everybody on. Once you're able to just relax and be in your femininity, now you can use your feminine power to create and produce abundance. Now you can start your own business, start your own stuff. Start a business that allows you to tap into that feminine energy and create and to multiply. Okay, so that's how that goes now. And this is how we pour into one another in a relationship. So many men are so tight fisted and I ain't paying no all of no woman bills. And if she live with me, I don't care. She grown. She paying some bills. See, that's a short term mindset in men. That's a short-term mindset, okay? You have to deal with a man that is in it for the long run. He's thinking long-term. He knows, okay, yeah, I take care of the family. I'm going to take care of the family regardless, but even more so, I take care of the family. Uh, I take my wife out of survival mode, let her know she's protected and okay. That frees up her feminine energy to create, to produce abundance. Now she can start a business. It's men that did the work and supported their families, allowed their women to stay home, start businesses. Now they woman, damn near making more money than them. She never had to leave her children. She never had to go work for no other man. Okay, you can't deal with men that can't see past the next year. Tight fist. Oh, hell no, bitch, stay with me. She finna pay some bills, man. Basic. Okay, there's basic bitches and there's basic niggas too. You're not going to be able to build a future with a basic nigga. All right. You have to build your future with a man, a grown man that understands the concept of pouring into one another. You take care of your wife properly. You do your part. Then it produces abundance in your wife. Now you've produced healthy children that actually got raised by their actual mother and father than a daycare. Now we wonder why half these kids is borderline sociopaths now. They never got hell, love, properly, or attention. They was raised by La Petite Academy. This is what you get when you have a generation of kids raised by 21-year-old daycare workers making $9.75 per hour. This is what you get. Okay. Ladies, get a man that understands the purpose of marriage, the purpose of legacy. That way he knows. Pour into my wife. Make sure she's good. Free my wife. Once my wife is free, I know that then she can achieve whatever she wants to achieve. It's one lady. She's a stay-at-home mom. She started a company doing custom cups. This lady making a million dollars a year now on these custom cups. Okay, women have started YouTube channels, their own shows, their own hair care lines, makeup lines, because they weren't in survival mode. So then they could be in feminine creativity mode. Okay, now the husband did the work, you know, he supported the family. Now look at the income that y'all have accumulated and increased to leave to your children. You know, and a grown man's not gonna look at the money you making and think, ooh, now I get some money. No, he thinking, good, you know, now we got some savings. Now we have, you know, more money coming in. So our kids will be good. That's how he going to look at it. He's not looking at you like, oh, yeah, come up off half them bills. No, he got the family. He going to take care of everything. And then now you can pour back into the family. Everybody wins. But when everybody's tight fisted, counting coin for coin and talk about how a bitch ain't staying with them unless they paying some bills, you basic and you actually holding yourself back more. 
Okay, so ladies, get focused. Get a man that's on the program. Okay, you can't can't build kingdoms with jesters. Got to make sure you got a king. Don't get no crab, no stingy dude or no dude that needs your help and wants you to put them on. No. No, it is okay for you to be supported because I'm going to tell you some ladies, it's a dark rabbit hole. Once you put yourself in position to be the one to figure it all out and be so understanding and settle for less, it's a dark rabbit hole and it's hard to get out of because then once people see you doing that, now they're going to think you're crazy if you ever don't want to do that anymore. So just don't even start it, ladies. Okay. Um, so let's recap high school, study hard, get a full ride scholarship. Go to college, look good every single day in college, dress every single day like you're about to meet your future husband, okay? Get you a man, get you a, meet you somebody while you, don't go to college just to go to college, go to college to meet you a husband. Get a husband with a promising degree, he's going to be a surgeon, he, he going to get his law degree, okay? He's going to get IT, pharmaceuticals, whatever it is, computers, great, that's the one. Okay, latch on to him. Hey, boo. All right. Um, Men like that, when they get out of uh, college, they got to get a job. And guess how they get a job? By having a wife. They get hired at better jobs, better paying when they have a wife. They've been mentored by the men in these careers, by their fathers. Okay, so he going to need a wife when he get out to make it look real good. That needs to be you. Then you in there, especially if you stay looking good, you in there, sis. Now you don't sat by him, made him look good to get where he need to go. You're, you're good. Don't fall into that. That he going to leave you. No, he's not. He's not going to marry you. Y'all have kids. He do all that. You stick with him. And then he going to leave. You. No, unless you start looking a hot mess or acting a fool. Okay. But most men, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I know it will happen. But most men, you'll be in there, sis. You ain't going nowhere. Trust. Okay. You don't want to go to college. Like I said, get you a job somewhere that puts you in front of man. When you get the man, then you can quit the job or get you an older man that's already established. Those are your options. Okay. Like I said, make sure you look good every day. Stay feminine. Stay in your purpose as a woman. You're good. Okay. I, I hate that we are so afraid to have a husband and family be part of our future. It's possible, ladies, men are engineered to stay where they have marked their territory. It's very unnatural for a man to abandon his women and children. It's very unnatural. Most men are not going to do that. If man could just abandon his children, abandon his woman like that, well, probably picked a very unhealthy guy. Because most men, once they mark that territory, once they, you know, build and produce that for you, they're not going to up and leave that. All right. Um have that plan pick your plan write it down think about it every day align yourself every day look good every day ladies this is called a feminine plan it is a plan that you put in place because society won't do it for you no one's going to do this for you ladies nobody ever will get mad at a black woman like you know what you really should be doing better for yourself no they get mad when you are doing better for yourself and they say that you shouldn't think that you deserved the best in that way that's when they get upset they don't get mad when you are settling for less they're okay with that so have your feminine plan and stick to it for you if you do not protect your femininity if your femininity femininity is not important to you it will not be important to anybody else okay Um, 
you young ladies, if you are looking for support, if you need someone to help you that wants the best, that wants to see you in your femininity, please do not feel free. Do not hesitate to reach out to me. Um, I do have some spots open for consults this week. Uh, you can send me to book your consult. You send me an email to sixthegoddess at yahoo.com and we'll get you booked up. I understand that a lot of women do not have anyone to go to. Um, I am available to help. I, I feel like as, as black women, it's our job to give help to the girls that would have been help that we would have needed. Okay, and that's what it's about paying it forward, being for the next generation, which you would have needed someone to be for you. Femininity plans, ladies, get you a journal, channel the energy of Sachet, journal, write it down, manifest things through writing. When you write things down, your ancestors can see what you want, make it happen. Okay, if you can visualize it, you could have it in real life, ladies. Femininity planning is key. I stand a good feminine plan and strategy, honey. We are reclaiming and protecting our femininity at all costs. Forget who don't deserve it. Forget who thinks you don't deserve it. Forget who thinks you're asking too much. Forget them. Oh, well, leave them in the dust. Okay. We are doing better. We are growing and we are prospering. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, peace, love and black power.